Good morning. Welcome to your Wednesday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day with your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. Produced by Joe Sibilia. With news guy Al Gatulo. And traffic with Debbie Duhamel. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer. Well, that music pretty much epitomizes how we're feeling these days, huh? Joe on the radio, 905 on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Chad Wolf is the executive director of the America First Policy Institute, former acting DHS secretary. Uh, Mr. Secretary, welcome to the uh, show. Welcome back. Uh, Great to have you with us always, Chad Wolf. It's good to be on. Thanks for having me. Well, can we talk about the Mayorkas impeachment failing? I guess they're going to try to do it again next week. Um, uh, your thoughts on that? Should they do that? Should they go after the president, Chad Wolf? Uh, your thoughts are regarding the current uh, DHS secretary, sir? Yeah, well, obviously, I think the vote is a little disappointing. Uh, I think it, it failed by a one-vote margin. Uh, unfortunately, Steve Scalise was, was not there. He's undergoing cancer treatment, so hopefully he will be back next week. And as you indicated, they may uh, they may try that vote again. Look, this is about accountability, Joe. The, I think the American people want some accountability for the last three years uh, of the worst crisis that this country has ever seen. They want it to stop. They want it to come to an end. And they want someone to be held accountable for it. And so whether that's the president or that secretary, Mayorkas, that's up to Congress to decide which one, uh, you know, that they hold accountable right now. They have. Uh, decided to hold Secretary Mayorkas accountable. He is in charge of the department, and, uh, you know, it's sort of the buck rests with him. Um, and we'll see if uh, if they decide to move forward next week with another vote or not. You know, Mr. Secretary, I just got so incensed, uh, ended up yelling at the television. I've been calm these days as I get older, you know, and I, I see Biden go up, he, the, that border bill fails, and, and he goes and he blames trump for the border crisis yeah. he says it he says it and and and, and when I, and i i'm speechless because trump trump ran on that president trump ran on that and then and then we look at the numbers and so does he do they think we're that dumb but the but the, the, the the you know what the more frightening question is uh, mr secretary the more frightening question is are people going to believe uh, biden when he says things that are that that is virtually a lie well, it is a lie, Joe, and, and I think I don't think the American people are falling for it. And you know, we got to remember the Biden administration spent all of 2021, 2022, and 2023, so three years. They've tried to to gaslight the American people in saying that the border is secure. There's no crisis at the border. We have operational control of the border. So for three years, and now President Biden comes out in in February of 2024 and says the border is unsecure. And it's so unsecure that it's the Republicans' fault for not securing it. When we have begged them for three years, we have begged them for three years to secure the border. The House passed H.R. 2, which is a great border security bill. They passed it over seven months ago. The Senate, Chuck Schumer, and the Senate have not done one thing with it. They could have passed it within a matter of weeks, and, and, uh, but they, they chose not to. So I don't think the American people are falling for this. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Chad Wolf. When when Biden went in, and I'm going to look for the audio because I do not see one television network showing this. This is why I love having uh, the radio show because I could speak the truth. Biden said, "I'm undoing everything President Trump 
done. That his first, I think it was his first day, his first week in office, and he had that stack of folders, and he just signed and just disregarded and undid everything that President Trump did, and one of those was the 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 border uh, a policy, and and he undid it himself. He went right up against it. And he could change it. The, the question is this, Chad. Forgive me for ranting because it's so upsetting. This guy Biden has it in his power to change everything and to close down the border uh, by himself with, with an executive order, correct? Uh, well, that's correct. And it is upsetting uh, because the truth is not what the Biden administration is telling the American people. You're exactly right. Uh, in the first 100 days of this administration back in 2021, they issued 94 discrete and separate executive actions on immigration, tearing down all of the policies of the Trump administration and putting in just some terrible policies. And it's those actions that specifically caused the crisis that we're in today. So the best thing that they could do is simply reverse course, remove those executive actions and put in policies that actually secure the border. And they would be far more effective than any Senate bill or any House bill could do. They have the power to do it. He could do it tomorrow with a stroke of a pen. Yeah. Um, he, he just simply won't do it. So it's so unsettling that the press lets it go and that you don't see the, the lead of every network story should be exactly what you and I just talked about. They should chat with you. They should bring you in and say, tell us what, what, what is Joe Biden lying about? They let it go. My good. It's a, and then, and now the border bill itself. Uh, I love that. I love they go, the border bill. That's another thing. I'm watching other news, Chad Wolf, and I'm, and I'm going, I'm, I, I say your full name, Chad Wolf, so people know who we're talking to. That's what that is. I don't mean to be that, 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 that formal about it, you know, uh, but, 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 you know, but, but I'm watching the news there. And then they got one reporter goes, Oh, uh, it's President Trump. He's using the border for election purposes and, and that's why that's why he doesn't want this to pass. Oh, by the way, there were sixty six billion dollars going to Ukraine in the bill. How do you, how do yeah. you come up with that? Yeah. Who comes up with that, it's Mr. Uh, Secretary? It's, please, it's it's crazy. I mean, you know, the, the the mainstream media or legacy media, I should say, just keeps yeah. talking about a negotiated bill. Well, just because the bill's negotiated doesn't mean it's actually good. And yeah, you only yeah, have yeah. one or two Republicans negotiating it, so. When they released the text of it Sunday night, I've been try I've tried to be a little measured and not talk about it until I see the bill. And so when we, we saw it Sunday night, we started going through it, it just started getting worse and worse. As the as the pages you started to turn the pages, you could tell that this was not a bill to secure the border, it's not a bill what the American people want to see. And so this idea of saying, Well, no, it's not good and we're not going to pass it makes you somehow be for not not or sorry not to be for border security it's ridiculous yeah the bill was going to incentivize and cause the situation on the border to get worse and not better it was going to hand out over a billion dollars to ngos to continue to process more and more migrant it just wasn't the right approach yeah. And, and, and before we let you go, Mr. Secretary, again, we talked about it before, but you are measured and we appreciate that. And, and I, I, what, what upsets me, I think, too, because my grandparents came into this country with an American flag in their hand. I, I mean, I'm, I'm using that as an example. They were so proud to be American. And then my father went on to be born, couldn't speak English, but went to fight in the Second World War against Mussolini uh, in, in his uh, original home country of his parents. Uh, but when people are coming in now, they're disrespecting. And when there's one crime, if there's one crime, 
crime by a migrant who comes in against an innocent uh, civilian. This is it's inexcusable and that that this is happening and the disrespect. How yeah. I, 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 well, talk to me again. Walk us through because you did before brilliantly. How do you uh, respectfully and humanely? That's the word humanely deport because antifa is going to come out the left is going to come out there's going to be god forbid protests in the street and the news media is going to be all over uh, the new administration that is humanely trying to deport people how can you do it under the radar sir just to to uh, you know get that really just to clear this country yeah. of the criminality that is coming across the border well, obviously, you start with the, the most dangerous folks uh, that are here in the United States. There so you, you go. start there you to go. remove and deport them first, right? Yeah. Yep. There's a hundred. There's 1.5 million final uh, migrants on a final order of removal, which is to say they've seen an immigration judge probably wow. two to three different times. Wow. And so you start to remove those individuals as well. And as you do this, you start to send the signal. Uh, to the cartels and to other migrants and that it's not business as usual, that if you come here illegally, uh, you will be removed. And then you have to close the border because you can't just continue to, you know, uh, you know, get a bucket and try to save the boat from sinking. Uh, you've got to turn off the spigot, right? Yeah. And so you've got to, you've got to close the border so that you can get your arms around those that are here uh, and, and try to remove those that don't have a legal right to remain in the United States. But if you have, you know, five, six or 8,000 coming over the border every day, you're never going to get ahead of this. Yeah, well said. Uh, Mr. Secretary, thank you so much. Great idea. That's a right. great idea. Uh, thanks so much, Chad. Well, please come back soon. Keep us posted. Always appreciate your valuable time, sir. Thanks, Jeff. Thank right. you so much. So how about that? See, that's it. And Tom Holman said the same thing, right? He said they were talking about it because I always had to come up with a solution because you get President Trump gets in. Right. And and again, again, whoever gets in is is, is just going to try to fix the country. And it's not going to be anybody. Uh, it's not going to be Biden. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. It's not going to be Michelle Obama. Somebody comes in and wants to fix the country. And it's President Trump. OK, just as a hypothetical. So President Trump is in. Now you start you start changing these laws. The press is locked low. Loaded. They are just they they are ready on the attack. They are on the attack. They're going to say anything that's bad that you and I talk about that this administration does. They're going to do against whoever of the Republican or independent or whoever cares about the country that's in there. The press is going to go after them. So that's a brilliant concept coming from Chad Wolf. And again, you got to give Tom Holman said the same thing is where you come in and then you get the criminals first. See, you see, you get the criminals first, but then they're going to say, oh, they're deporting. Look how mean they are. Remember AOC, head in hand, all in white with cages. The, the, by the way, Obama cages. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, you're going to see a lot of that. But if you put in, this is the person that's deported, that show the crime, show the rapes, show the drugs, show the fentanyl, show all of that. That's the way to combat it. And we're just going after the bet. That's the way you got to do it. You almost have to, you have to play the press, man. And I think like Abe Lincoln said, you let them think you're the fool, but you end up making them the fool. You got to do it under the radar. And I, that's why I always keep telling you, humility will rule the day. I saw great interviews. First of all, Maria Bartiromo, my dear friend, always great, always great. Top of her game, did a great interview with Donald Trump. And, and then Rob Schmidt from Newsmax sat down. That was a great interview. But you know what? President Trump was relaxed. He knew 
Rob Schmidt's going to be honest and not be on the attack. And, and that, that, that's the, that's the President Trump that should be out there all the time. And, and more and more it is turning out to be exactly that. But I just, I just love the country. I just, I'm, again, I'm just a spokesperson for uh, my mom and my dad, rest their souls. You know, they came in when, when, when their parents came into this country, they came in with love and respect. And that's why when I talk to, uh, Errol Lewis, who I have a great uh, affection and respect for, by the way, good guy. But I was, I was just like Errol, man. I'm telling you what, I was like that. When, so when these Democrats and these liberals say that to me on the air, I go, eh, I, I remember that. I remember I would just say, yeah, they're migrants. Well, there's not, there's only a small percentage of migrants. <laughs> You know, it was exactly like that. And I'd go into the voting booth. I got to vote Democrat. And then I come on the radio, though, and I layer back how expensive it is, how disrespected we are, and how people come into this country without respecting this country. That makes me crazy. That really upsets me because of my grandparents and the Italians being spit on and disrespected and lynched, the largest mass lynching in, a, in, in American history were of Italian-Americans and dismembered and ripped out of their jail cells by a mad mob in New Orleans. And you know the history of that. And we didn't complain. We don't ask for reparations. But, you know, all we did was that we worked harder. We just worked harder to prove that we are worthy of being American citizens. And when you come in here and you wreak havoc and you're getting everything for free, I think we have a right to be upset. 18 minutes after uh, 9 o'clock, uh, Joe on the radio. And But listen, we're going to talk to everybody, and we're going to open it up. We try to be as objective as we possibly can. That's what freedom of speech is. Oh, yes, something that they've forgotten about in uh, the White House. Hey, uh, Steve Adubato. Uh, he uh, talk about a Jersey boy, Emmy award-winning anchor, state of the affairs. Everybody, Steve's on on TV like twenty four seven. Yeah, you can't switch around the channel without finding Steve on a channel. God bless him. Author of Lessons in Leadership, and it's a great story. The Autobato family. Steve's father inducted into the Hall of Fame in New Jersey, and we're going to talk about Newark and how the Autobato family really helped turn around Newark in such a great way. Michael Goodwin as well. Debbie Duhame's out there looking out for you on the roads. How we doing, Deb? Oh, Joe, we've got issues, and don't forget, President Biden will be in town this afternoon, so watch for frozen zones as the president travels around. We're seeing delays on 287 South, exit 14 in Bridgewater with a crash, and troubles right now as you head over to 27 with a broken water main in Highland Park. Over on the Van Wick southbound at Liberty Avenue, it's an accident with two lanes blocked, and we're still seeing delays over on the Hutch northbound at Weaver Street up into Scarsdale with a crash. 287 East getting out toward a W and White Plains. It's an accident waiting for you over there. We're also seeing delays on 95 South exit 26 in Bridgeport with an accident. And over on Route 1 southbound at Route 18, pretty bad accident. The left lane remains blocked over there. Inbound George Washington Bridge 30, Lincoln 20, Holland 20, alternate side in effect. Partly cloudy today, high in the mid-40s. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. The one, the only, Debbie Duhame. Thank you so much, Deb. Uh, let me tell you about law enforcement against drugs. Nick DeMoral doing great. Uh, he's a, a ex-police officer, a councilman, really gives back to the community. And he had open-heart surgery, and that, that is for public knowledge, and he's doing great. He is up and back in a big, big way at law enforcement against drugs. So I'm telling you, if you want a curriculum in your school, will you please look at LEAD? Go to leadrugs.org, leadrugs.org, and you've got a curriculum in there that stops violence, that stops bullying, that stops 
stops, stops drugs, how many people, are, God forbid, they accidentally overdose, they don't know what they're doing. You put the lead program into your school, and I really, really think you, I, I think you could save lives at Law Enforcement Against Drugs. And that's what the impetus is from Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD. You may know him as the lead guy and he's got a a radio show right here on am 970 it's called battling drugs and violence with the lead guy that's nick great show and they i'm telling you we have solutions on this program and that's why i love being affiliated with law enforcement against drugs because you get out there this this week only battling drugs and violence with the lead guy uh, is going to air sunday at noon so you can check this out for more information or to donate go to leaddrugs.org check this out if you go to am970theanswer.com look for leaddrugs.org get that curriculum into your school you will love it you will love nick you will love the whole concept of helping children leadrugs.org. You want to donate? leadrugs.org. The secular crew isn't sure of the response. What we do know is that President Biden has said that there will be a response that we ultimately will find out about. I think people are extremely concerned because do they escalate or is it something so weak that it's like not even a response? Right now, it's tough to predict this administration because they have been all over the place in the past few months, over Israel, over Hamas. Secular. Afternoons at 4, right before Katz and Cosby at 5, on AM 970, The Answer. Maybe this will shock you, and maybe it won't, but a survey of people with health insurance shows most say they've had problems with their health coverage just in the last year. Maybe that's you too. So yeah, it's frustrating. But imagine an alternative, a solution to this that actually gets a 98% member satisfaction rating. That's MediShare. That's why it's grown so much. That's why you're hearing about it. So why the incredibly high satisfaction rating? You can save hundreds of dollars a month and you don't have to compromise on quality or reliability to do it. For three decades now, members have been sharing medical expenses and saving up to 50% compared to health insurance. Another reason to love it? You don't have to sacrifice your values to get real value. MediShare is a community of hundreds of thousands of Christians who are like-minded and wanting to help people. So when you share, you save. You can feel good about it. Call now. It's 844-94-BIBLE. That's 844-94-BIBLE. 844-94-BIBLE. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Tunnel to Towers, that's it. You know, who's there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who's helping our nation's homeless veterans? Who's helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's in the line of duty programs honors our nation's heroes and their families. That includes Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, Homeless Veteran Programs. The Foundation's Never Forget Programs engages people in 9-11 remembrance across America. You know, there's over 80 runs and walks and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and every little bit helps, by the way. Like, I go down to uh, Oakhurst at Gold Coast Cadillac with Bill Camastro, and we have a whole celebration of the Cadillac clubs come down from Staten Island, from Brooklyn. It's so much fun. We're going to do, do another one. I believe in April. We'll let you know. But we make a donation to Tunnel to Towers, and you could do the same thing. We invite you to, uh, to have a, a run, a walk, a climb, an outing, you know, for Tunnel to Towers. You know, more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes directly to its programs. This is the charity that keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. God bless you for helping out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 
The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Brandon Tatum. Tonight at 8 on AM 970. The answer. Good morning, life. Good morning, sun. How are you? Skies above. Gee, it's great to be. Al Fizer's music. I have no idea. Do you know Paul Crochetti? Not enough Italians on the show. Sibelia, Catullo, Piscopo, and Steve Adubato. I think that goes good. Steve, welcome back to the show, brother. It's been too long. How are you, my friend? I'm good. It's uh, great to join the old Italian, Italian radio station. Um, if you don't have a vowel, you don't have a voice. Oh, I love that. I'm stealing that. No, that is great. Hey, that is You've been, yeah, you've been yeah. stealing things from me for years. That's my <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Jerry Crowley always says, he goes, I mean, it's all Italian it's radio. If you don't have oh, a vowel, well, you don't. Is, uh, no, no. Excuse me for interrupting. That's uh, what yeah. we do as Italians. Is Jerry Crowley an honorary Italian, no matter he whether he, he is has an Irish he is. name or not? He, he knows he is. He's a paisan all the way, man. <laughs> hey, Steve, I got to I gotta compliment you on the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Steve Edwards is our dear mutual friend. They do such a yep. great job. And I remember this, Steve, out about it. I remember when the New Jersey Hall of Fame came in and people would joke, who are you putting in? <laughs> Lucky Luciano? I mean, who are you putting They would make jokes like that. Oh, what are you going to put in? The- no, no. Uh, how about Albert Einstein? How about Thomas Edison, how about Frank Sinatra? How about Steve Adubato Sr., Steve's dad? This is great, but you were great on the red carpet. Very important. And now the the, the New Jersey Hall of Fame, I say to you listening, as you listen to Steve and Joe on the radio, they're going to uh, the Dream Mall. Aren't they putting a whole big Hall of Fame there, right, Stephen? That's going to be huge, man. They're going to the American Dream Mall. Let me say this about our friends at the Hall of Fame. Steve Edwards, there was one guy... I mean, there were a few money people behind it, but there was one guy in the public eye yep. who believed in the Hall of Fame early on. That was Joe Piscopo. Before ah. everybody jumped on board, before everybody yeah. said, oh, yeah. what a great idea, um, before, yeah. you know, I, I mean, others were mocking it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I want to yeah. thank you for that. And also, it's an honor, more importantly, on this end, for my family, for the folks in Newark who knew my dad, who died about three and a half years ago, Steve Adubato Sr. It yeah. is an honor for all of us connected to my dad to have him inducted hall of fame and to have my mom and i know you this you appreciate this more than anyone yeah. joe because la familia is all there is to have my yep. mom in that crowd at nj pack um and waving like the queen when i introduced her she took her hand and kept moving uh. it back and forth like she was queen elizabeth <laughs> it was an honor my dad and to have him inducted yeah. was, was great and also uh, uh yeah, yeah. The, the um david chase inducted as well yeah, so, yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, that was a wait. Tony Orlando was there because Tony wanted me to induct him, and, and now, he's a, he's the best. And yet he had Dion Warwick there, Clive Davis on oh. the screen. What song did they do? Tony told me when it was it was Tony Orlando, Bruce Springsteen, Patty Scalfa, and Steve Van Zant on stage. What did uh, people get ready? The the trains are coming. Is that what they're singing? Uh, I think I, I think believe that, that was it. Beautiful man, I, I love that. What I was yeah, I was upset because I was in the back. And Van Zant and Springsteen and all the real performers are there, and they have the back, and they turn my mic off, and I was singing as loud as I could, <laughs> and no one could hear me. And Steve Edwards told me that's exactly the way the show was produced. No one wants yeah, to hear yeah. your voice out of body. It's so funny, Stephen. I got to tell you, uh, thank you. You're right. When they did the Hall of Fame, they said, "Joe, will you MC this? Joe, will you do this?" Because no, nobody else would show up. As soon as the Sinatra family, Tony Bennett, everybody comes on, it's like Joe who? Yeah. Joe Pesci? Yeah, we'll get Joe Pesci in. No, no, Piscopo. <laughs> they said, you know. Hey, and a shout out to our. Uh, we, it's been too long. We need to sit down with uh, with Joe uh, DiVincenzo. We need to sit down with the Nikki Greco, the whole 
Essex County crew. But talk, tell me about your dad when you're growing up and you're in Newark. And, and when you, when you talk about the, yep. uh, the, 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 uh, where I, I got to give Ray Chambers, you know, I'm going to give Ray Chambers a shout out because he's been a mentor to all yeah, of us. Always. But, but it was your father. It was Ray Chambers. It was everybody in Newark. So, you, you built that city back really to a shining city on the hill, my friend. Let me say this. I'm actually reading a book called Untenable, which you're quoted extensively in. It's a great book by a guy who talks about, quote, uh, folks who moved, great people from Newark who moved out of the city when for many it became, quote, unquote, untenable. And we understood that. My family understood that, except my dad had this thing, Joe. Um, he said, we were, we're not moving. Nobody's pushing us out. We're staying here and we're going to build. You were just doing the tunnels to towers thing, and you may ask yeah. what's the connection. My yeah. dad was all about what are you going to build? What are you going to do? What are you going to be for? How can yeah. we help as opposed to being against this, against that? My yeah. father said, look, it's a city uh, where Italian-Americans had moved out. We were one of the only few left in the neighborhood. My father said, let's build a community center. Let's build a charter school. Let's build something. Let's make a difference in the community for, for blacks, for Hispanics, for, for the whites who are left. Bottom line is this. My dad was a builder. He made things happen. He broke a lot of eggs. He pissed a lot of people off, if I can say that, <laughs> on your morning show. And, and Joe, you know my dad. He didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care. He got it done. He made a difference for a lot of kids, a lot of seniors. And uh, let's just say this. My father said when he died, he wanted on his, he told me I was 10 years old. I've been seeing a therapist ever since. He said, when I die, I don't want anyone to say Steve Adubato was a nice guy. I said, Dad, what do you mean? What's wrong with being a nice guy? He goes, nice guys don't get things done. <laughs> Yo, I'm not joking. Oh, wow. On his tombstone, it says Steve Adubato Sr. He was not a nice guy. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you, these things up, Joe. <laughs> I know, I know. But with the dedication to to the whole center that you built, and I was, and not believe me, I came in late in the game. The it was great. Yeah, it, it, the North Ward well, Center. What you did and, for the boys' club was a big deal. The boys oh, and girls. Man, I tell you, well, Ray Chambers enlightened me, so I'm in there going like, "What are we doing now?" And because I said, "Well, how can I help, Mister <laughs> Chambers?" And he introduced me, and you guys are all out there. Remember, we used to go out early in the day. You and I would go out. He would have these get, and I'd say, and I just got back from L.A. I was there for a while, and I said, "Wow, look at this! Look, it was like a community, and it's a lesson to be learned." And when I tell people around the country, Steve Adubato, and they say about like a, since then, since then, I've embraced how helping the at-risk communities, and that, of course, is your dad. That, of course, is Mr. Chambers. And they go out, we've done pretty darn good. I don't want to jinx it, my friend. In New Jersey, look at Camden, how we turned around. Look at Newark, yep. how we turned. And again, going to be problems yep. everywhere. And Patter our Always. friend uh, Andre Saya in Patterson turning that city around. I'll tell you, it's Jersey leading the way, Steve Adubato, and your family is front and center. We appreciate that more than we could tell you, my brother. Well, Joe, it's very kind of you and the great AM 970 audience, and it's all about this making a difference in your community. You're talking about urban communities, but uh, right outside, the, the, we, in the when you grew up in Newark, Belleville and Bloomfield were suburbs. Where you were in Cordwell, that was like the country. Um, but the bottom line is this. Wherever you are, my dad always believed you make a difference. You step up. You don't yeah. just be against things. You grow. You build. You make a difference for your neighbors. And that's what he yeah. taught us, and that's what we're still yeah. doing. That's what you're doing every day with your team on the radio. Not just being a personality, but raising money and helping people in need. Uh, we're trying, man. It's so funny. You're listening uh, to Steve Adubato, who is on TV constantly. Uh, you're the one guy. You're like Luce, the Lucille Ball of news. You could tune in anywhere. At one time, Steve's on every every channel. But if you're listening around the country, so many people do nowadays. You got, the P- you got a lot of nerve, Joe Piscopo. You got a lot of nerve saying that to me. You got a lot. This is the, this is the James Brown of the radio, the hardest working man on radio. 
Sunday so, night, so, I don't know what would be without you on the other place. Uh, I know, I know. So with Steve and I, I got to tell you, though, he's talking about, well, I, I will let you go, Steve, but I got to tell you, because the people listening around the country, and the greatest community, one of the greatest community is what Steve just talked about, comes out of Newark, and out of Newark comes a place called Bloomfield Avenue, and out of Bloomfield Avenue yep. comes Frankie Valley, comes Joe Pesci, comes Frankie Vincent, got four seasons, and everybody, and we were all, I went, we lived in Belleville, we lived in, it was Newark to Belleville, then to Bloomfield. Bloomfield. I have at the Bloomfield, right? Bloomfield. Yeah, yeah. You went to Cardwell at some point. Yeah, we did. Uh, but you know, yeah. I, I so was so upset. You know what? I went up to Cardwell. I'm wearing shark skin suits. They got Madras up there. All my buddies got Madras up there. Madras in white pants and penny loafers. When did you see a penny, penny loafer? And when did you see that in Newark, New Jersey, Steve? I'm just saying, you no, know? No, no, no. <laughs> if you wore a penny loafer, you wouldn't have the penny by that time you got down the end of the block. And by the way, Joe, when you talked about a sit-down that we need with me, you, and some of our other friends, yeah. do me a favor. Yeah. Don't use yeah. that term. Okay. We're not having that kind of sit-down. No. We're having a We're... civil sit-down. That's it. Above uh... board. Everything legal. <laughs> oh, Belmont Tavern. Let's go. we got to go to the Belmont, oh, man. We got. Did you say Frank? Hold on. Because you yeah. said Frank Vincent, Frankie this, Frankie that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. who you forgot? Who's that? Wait. Frankie the Fly. Yeah, well, well that's now we're going to get really way too inside. That's way okay. Too inside. Never, never too inside. Steve, God bless you. Congratulations on all your successes. Love to the family. You, yes, sir. Love to you, Joe. block. What? I, what? I lost you. Say again, Steve. We got. We lost him there. Ah, I think we lost him. Oh, he got. We got whacked. See, I said sit no. down. We got whacked. It was whacked. It was. Uh, <laughs> I got you, Steve. I got you there. We're back. Joe, Joe, you there? I got you there. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. We got whacked for a second there. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop. Don't, don't, don't use that word. Listen, Joe, stop, yes. stop having your agent block you from coming on public television. My one-on-one show. Oh, jeez. I got to go. Okay. I'm, I'm on. I'm on, Steve. I will, I'll get Bye. on it today. Love Thank you, you my friend. Love you too, man. Thanks. Bye. Steve Adubato right there. Joe on the radio, 935. It's a, it's a wild community. And I don't know that the story has been told because people think about the Sopranos, which by the way, one of the, one of the best television shows. And I know my Italian friends get upset when I say that. That because there's so many Italians, like the Adubato family, like the Piscopo family, so many families that are Italian-American that have really rebuilt the city that have nothing to do with organized crime. But but when you look at what David Chase did with The Sopranos, is there a better actor than James Gandolfini, rest his soul, or, or Michael Imperioli? Think about those guys. Steve uh, Steve Sharippa, you know, Dominic Chainese. Look at that cast, for crying out loud. So then, then and then, and uh, uh, Lorraine Bracco, for example. And the writing and the directing was great, but it's not really like... It was like that but no it's a great community and one day I, my dream is to do a movie that we're, we're pushing now Anthony Pope and I are pushing called Bloomfield Avenue about the greatness of not only the Italian American community but all the ethnicity uh, that comes out of the great city of Newark New Jersey hey 935 there's my caveat all right and sit down <laughs> you sit down like we're like we're gangsters you know we need to sit down we gotta have a sit down in Newark right hey the guy the last guy said that was Dutch Schultz Al that, that didn't work out so well did it no no <laughs> in Newark he got whacked in Newark okay 935 Joey on the radio let me oh I gotta tell you this in Newark where do you think my parents had their uh wedding reception after getting married in St. Mar- Mary's in Rutherford New Jersey they went to the Robert Treat Hotel in Newark New Jersey I'm just saying Al's got the headline news Michael Goodwin's coming up 936 on AM 970 the answer news opinion passion this is AM 970 
the answer. 38 and sunny at 936. I'm Al Gattulo with uh, local news first. Here's what's going on. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis introducing legislation to combat anti-Semitism on college campuses. The Republican representative says one of the bills would prevent high education institutions from getting federal funding if they support or fund organizations engaging in anti-Semitic behaviors or fail to penalize faculty members who promote anti-Semitism. Another measure would revoke student visas of foreign students who engage in anti-Semitic behavior. Maliataka says universities should face consequences for allowing anti-Semitism messaging and acts citing recent events at Cornell University, Cooper Union, and Columbia University. John Bon Jovi says he's going to take on the role of wedding singer. The New Jersey icon told People magazine that he will be singing at his upcoming son's wedding. His son, Jake Bon Jovi, is engaged to Stranger Things actress Millie Bobby Brown. The two got engaged last spring after dating for more than a year. In sports, Nets have dropped back-to-back games. They fell to the Mavericks, 119-107 at Barclays Center. Knicks delivering the Grizzlies their sixth straight loss, earning a 123-113 victory in MSG. And over at the Rock, it was the Devils over the Avalanche by the final of 5-3. to three. Stuck in traffic, Debbie Duhame's got the answer. And good morning, Al. Let's go out to 27. It's a broken water main over on Highland Park, so watch for heavy traffic there. Route 1 south at Route 18, accident just cleared away. We're seeing delays on 287 south exit 14 into Bridgewater with a collision. And watch for delays over on the Hutch northbound at Weaver Street in Scarsdale. It's a crash over there. A tough ride on the LIE eastbound at Woodhaven Boulevard. A disabled bus is in the way. Watch for some stop-and-go traffic as you head over to the Harlem River Drive southbound. Solid traffic down through the 1. 30s. We're seeing volume on the Staten Island Expressway westbound out by Bradley Avenue. It's construction going on till 2 this afternoon. Eastbound BQE slowing down by Atlantic Ave. Westbound BQE slowing down right by the Battery Tunnel. And do watch out for some delays on Route 3 westbound at Main Ave in Clifton with an accident being cleared. Partly cloudy today, high of 45. Sunny tomorrow, high of 49. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo. AM 970, The Answer. Thank you, Ms. Duhame. Joey on the radio, we telling you about Michael's of Brooklyn, as my grandfather would say. Brooklyn. You can go to Michael's of Brooklyn.com. You can get Sauce of the Month Club. I know we have a friend, uh, Stacy down in Florida, and uh, she orders Michael's of Brooklyn. Young gal, and loves Michael's of Brooklyn, and they live by it. I'm telling you, some other folks, uh, uh, we got folks that listen to the show, that are guests of the show. They go to Michael's of Brooklyn, and if they can't get to Michael's of Brooklyn, they order the sauce. We invite you to go to supermarkets all around the country as you listen to Joe on the radio. You go in there, look at Michael's of Brooklyn. I'm telling you, I know what you're thinking. You're in Publix, you're in Florida, you're listening. You're going to go to Publix, you're going to say, what did Piscopo say? Oh, let me go down the aisle, say all these gravy, you can see everything. And then you're going to look, Michael's of Brooklyn, boom, there it is. You got to try it. I would suggest the home-style gravy. Oh. And the my favorite, the arrabbiata, all right? In the meantime, if you're around Brooklyn, Connecticut, talking to you, Jersey, talking to you, New York, talking to you, kid, you know, Avenue R off of Nostrand in Brooklyn, New York, Michael's of Brooklyn. Talk about Italian warmth and hospitality and cuisine that is made from scratch. That is Michael's of Brooklyn. And Fred is there, Marianne, Johnny, and Michael himself. Here's the number, 718-998-7851, 718-998-7851. It's Michael's of Brooklyn. You're going to love the family, and I will personally attest to the authenticity in every single one of the recipes and to the ambiance and the hospitality that you will experience from the Kakache family. 718-998-7851. It's Michael's of Brooklyn serving that community, by the way, since 1964. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Let me tell you about a very interesting new book that has just been released and some are saying is a must read. It's called Two Creations, Barah and Asa. 
and the author Emmanuel J. Charles reveals the secret of creation from the book of Genesis. He reveals that life on earth was not evolved, but created by Almighty God. He explains that the first three verses of the Bible should be considered as three distinct events that took place in four different eras of earth's history. This book presents undeniable claims supported by logical reasoning, scientific evidence, and biblical truth. This book gives pastors and professors the ability to teach the creation account in churches and academic institutions boldly, without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students are walking away from their faith due to the lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution and the promises that they will finally find answers in this book. Visit Amazon.com to get your copy today. Buy your copy of Two Creations, Barah and Asa by Emmanuel J. Charles today. Joe on the radio tells you about Route 22 Toyota, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey. Alex Kinsella calls us so excited, okay? Okay? He says we got some aggressive financing rates available on new Toyota vehicles, and it's just in time as Route 22 Toyota's President's Day Savings event is going on right now. Now they're offering select new Toyota models at 1.9, uh, listen, it's 1.99% financing. You know what? Up to 72 months. That does not happen. It does not happen. 1.99% is amazing in itself, but over 72 months is unheard of. That's why Alex and his team are they are so thrilled. They call you got to have people call us. 973-705-8905. 973-705-8905. Learn more about the President's Day Savings Event at Route 22 Toyota. 973-705-8905. Ask how to take advantage of the 1.99% financing up to 72 months. Plus, check out all the amazing vehicles Route 22 Toyota has to offer. The right in Hillside, New Jersey, by the way. And don't forget to tell them Joe Piscopo sent me. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Got something to say? Call into the Joe Piscopo Show right now. 877-970-2999. That's 877-970-2999. Ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding. Hey, Joe Piscopo on the radio, 942, always privileged to bring to the airwaves uh, one of the great journalists of our time, Michael Goodwin, chief political columnist for the New York Post. Michael, welcome back to the show. Always awesome to have you with us, sir. My pleasure, Joe. Thank you. Well, I'm glad I, I see what you, you're, the title here. And it's so, I'm so glad that you bring this up because I feel the same way. Joe Biden is playing with fire in the Middle East and risking World War III. That is, that's the impetus of the day, Michael Goodwin. God bless you for coming up with that. Please walk us through this because it is really, that's the tenor of the times, just what you're writing about, sir. Oh, thank you, Joe. Um, there are two main elements here. The first is uh, always politics. Um, and Biden, of course, doing very badly in the polls. But within the larger numbers of him trailing Donald Trump, there are different groups, age groups, racial, religious, geographic, etc. And he is focused really on two groups. Um, one is the Muslim American vote, largely in the upper Midwest, which is soured on him. And the youth vote, um, which is a core demographic of the Democratic Party. Um, both of these groups have soured on him largely for the same reason, and that is his support of Israel against Hamas. Now, that might seem crazy, and I think it is crazy, but it's a fact um, that, that these groups are really 
opposed to Israel, opposed to his support of Israel. Many of them, quite frankly, are anti-Semites. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they are cheering for Hamas. They are talking about river to the sea, which is a call for genocide That's against right. the Jews. I mean, it, it's it's amazing that this is happening in the United States. More amazing is that Joe Biden is trying to pander to these groups to try to pacify them and get them back on his team. And the way he's doing that is by putting his thumb on Israel. And although he has supported Israel in in big ways and small ways, symbolic and real, uh, nonetheless, he is also undercutting that support and trying to become, at least in perception, more even-handed and more sympathetic to the Palestinian cause. And so he is now pushing relentlessly on two fronts. One is for a ceasefire in Gaza, even though he initially said Israel has to eliminate Hamas, it has a right to do that. He's now calling for a ceasefire long before the job is finished, which would leave Hamas in control of Gaza, ultimately. And he's calling for a Palestinian state, the creation of a Palestinian state, the long sought after two state solution. The problem is the same in both of these cases. You're going to have a terror state as long as Hamas is around and as long as Iran is there to finance the Houthis, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Hamas and all these Islamic Jihad, all these other groups that are financed by Iran. As I note in the column, Joe, you know, ever since its birth, Israel has faced these existential threats. Initially, it was from the Arab states, the governments of Egypt, Jordan, Syria, Mm. etc. Now, because of the Abraham Accords, because of a treaty with Egypt, because of treaties with Jordan, uh, the issue is largely fallen to these terror groups that are not nation states, they're just terrorists, and they're all funded by Iran. So when, when Biden is bombing the Houthis and all of that, that's great. But what about Iran? What about the head of the snake? And until you deal with the head of the snake, then Israel will never be free of this existential threat. And the idea that the West Bank, which is something like 15 times larger than Gaza, uh, and that Gaza themselves would be, would be a nation, who is going to govern it? Who's going to make sure it's not a terrorist state? And why should Israel accept this when every attempt at making peace with the Palestinians has failed because there is not a constituency for peace among the Palestinians? They voted for Hamas. They, they vote for the terrorists. Uh, so I'm, I think Biden is just making a historic blunder. I think that this could very well lead to wider war, mm-hmm. which is what he says he doesn't want. But I think mm-hmm. that what he's doing is mm-hmm. actually pushing the region to a wider war. And if the Mideast goes up in flames, it's not going to stay in the Mideast. 
Yeah, Michael Goodman, what you just said, I, I just pictured you at the White House uh, pitching whoever's running the White House. It's exactly what you said. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And, and, and just a curious question, why Jordan, why Egypt won't take in any of the Palestinians? They won't take in because of the PLO, because you're absolutely right, even as good as the, the Gazans may be, if you will, that they're run by and they are, I guess, afraid because they're under the thumb of Hamas. Let's talk about Hezbollah and uh, as well. And it's run but this this is it and and i gotta couch it carefully michael because people go oh oh you, you if you say anything marginally positive about trump you get stepped on but and it's not it's just a <laughs> let whatever whatever i mean it was more like jared kushner she really deserves the credit robert greenway and the architects of the uh of the abraham accords the, and was, david friedman yeah the american thank you david freeman yeah. bingo great michael thank you for that you're a good guy great guy a former ambassador so so now it was a crazy, oh, everybody yelled at the last administration. There was peace in the world. There was peace in the world. The pr- you're the only, you're a Democrat. You're in New York. You're writing for the Post and you write the truth. What do we have to do to get across to these people? We had peace and now we are indeed at the precipice of World War Three. Well, and, and I think it was peace through strength. I, I think that's what it was. It was, yeah. it was two things. It was, you know, uh, Trump, I think, had a very strong bond with Netanyahu at the time, and it was very clear that uh, the United States stood, stood solidly with Israel against the terrorists. And then, of course, it was the example of that was the droning of Soleimani, uh, the head of yes, the Iranian yes. Quds Force, which is yes. their terror arm. It, it, they, that This is the Iran terror machine. He killed many Americans in Iraq. I mean, he he's a, was a very, very, very bad guy, and Trump took him out. Uh, that That's the difference. Oh, see, Biden is bombing the Houthis, but he will not touch the Iranian terror uh, structure itself. It's all about the proxies on the edge. You've got to go to the head of the snake. And that's what he won't do. That's what Trump did. And that was the big difference. That's peace through strength. And yeah. Biden wants yeah. Biden wants to send a message. No, no, they don't. They don't understand sending the message. That's a very Western thing. What they want is strength, and yeah. that's what Biden is not showing them. Yeah, it's so true. Right on the money. This is a vital read. Uh, we just put this out on X, and you got to read this. Uh, Michael, well said. Gosh, you could teach this in school, teach this in governments. And hopefully, uh, do you think we can hold on to November? And if Bi- and if Biden wins, and there's a possibility, you never know what's going to happen in America, uh, that he could win. I mean, where do we go from there? That, I mean, it's going to just, the Middle East is just going to explode, don't you think, Michael? Well, I think the Middle East, I think certainly Europe, uh, you know, Russia will, will, you know, Russia is not deterred by anything we've done. Uh, Ukraine, um, uh, China, Taiwan, uh, North Korea. I mean, there are a lot of really bad guys out there just looking for an opening. And a lot of other countries are trying to decide, well, who am I safer with? Who's who's in my interest? It's not a moral question. It's a, it's a self-preservation. So will people in Latin America, South America, I mean, they'll all be making choices about base, based on what's best for them. If America is not best for them, then they're going to go elsewhere and look for a better deal. That's what you're seeing in the Mideast. Saudi Arabia made a deal with Iran, and then we're trying to get them back. I mean, it's, 
it, it's a constant game, and you, but it has to begin with we are the global superpower. We are the ones you can trust. We'll be there for you. And, and this is not about creating wars everywhere. It's about creating peace because you're strong. Amen. Michael Goodwin, brilliant as always. Thank you, sir. Uh, please come back anytime and always, Michael. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Joe. Thank you. Michael Goodwin is the man right there. 952 Debbie's out there checking out. It's going to be a crazy traffic day. How we doing, Deb? Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Hey, Joe, have a fantastic day. Keep in mind, President Biden will be in town today. You will see frozen zones throughout the city, so allow a lot of extra travel time. Inbound George Washington Bridge, 30 minutes. Lincoln, 20. Holland, about 10 to 15. Watch for delays on 95 South in Bridgeport over in Connecticut. The problem is an accident involving a tractor trailer. We're still seeing delays as you take a ride over to the Grand Central Parkway eastbound at Jewel Avenue, but an accident was cleared. LIE heading eastbound at Wood Haven Boulevard. A disabled bus is in the way and watch for delays on 287 South Exit 14 in Bridgewater with a collision. Route 27 in Highland Park. It's a broken water main. So be careful getting through that area as well. Remember, alternate side parking rules are in effect. Your buses and subways running on or close to schedule. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo. AM 970, The Answer. Charlie Kirk doesn't see work from the RNC. The RNC and the regime, they're lazy and complacent. They don't want to be excellent. They don't want to flourish. They don't want to be great. And that culture is all throughout the RNC. They just are kind of okay with being mediocre. They're not trying to be the best version of themselves. They're not hustling. There's a lot of people that just want to work in politics. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The answer. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Michael Rosario from St. Anthony's Neurology Group in St. Petersburg, Florida. What is the symptoms associated with CIDP? A common symptom of CIDP is limb weakness, which can present as increased difficulties rising from chair, going up or down stairs, lifting objects, or opening jars. Typically, numbness and tingling in the hands and feet also occur. This combination of symptoms can lead to balance difficulties and falls. The weakness and numbness usually affects both sides of the body. The severity of the symptoms may vary from person to person. This Medical Minute is sponsored by Anthucare Rx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Infucare Rx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in. Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. 
That's Ion Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. It's the AM 970 Weather Answer Forecast. It'll be a quiet one for today out there with mostly sunny skies and a high of 47. Tonight, patchy clouds will drop down to 36. For the rest of the week, we're into the 50s. Tomorrow's sunny to partly cloudy with a high of 50. Friday will have more clouds limiting the sunshine, but temperatures topping out at 52 as we end the work week. I'm meteorologist Bill Degger on AM 970, The Answer. Well, this relief factor, and I tell you that, and then you're, oh, Joe, not again, but I gotta tell you, we broadcast from the Relief Factor studios, got to meet the great folks at Relief Factor, really hit it off. They're really great people. They really care. So I know we got it. We're going to go to Mike Gallagher in a second, but let me just tell you about Relief Factor. If you go to relieffactor.com, you'll find out that it's 100% drug free. You'll find out you'll get a feel better or your money back guarantee with the Relief Factor three week quick start kit. 1995. 1995. Less than 20 bucks. Get yourself out of pain. 100% drug free. Relieffactor.com. You want to talk to a human? How about that? 800 for relief. Really? You make a phone call at 800 phone call. You could talk to a human being at Relief Factor, and they're great folks. You'll love them, I promise. 800 for relief The number, 800, and then the number, 4, and then the word relief. It's relieffactor.com. You hear about Keith. You hear about Leah. You hear about Joe on the radio. I've been out of pain since I've been taking Relief Factor. I, I, this, it's been years now. And I'll tell you what, five days, as soon as I started taking Relief Factor, boom, five days out of pain. It's 800 for relief Or again, get yourself out of pain, please, Relief Factor. Joe Sabilia, great job as always. My goodness gracious. Thank that you. Is a, that's vital information. Good band. And I love you on X. Thank you for joining us. That You, you are so funny. And it's like, uh, you know, we have folks that really care about this country, people that love America and really have the answers on a, on a good America with no hate in their heart. And that's why, Al, thank you, Al. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Kara. Thank you, Michael. The team here at AM 970 Answer, we extend to you our infinite respect, our infinite love uh, for, for being the great person that you are, you know. It, it, you understand it, and you get it, and again, there's no hate in your heart, and we love you for that. Joe Piscopo coming back tomorrow morning, and a lot to report in on tomorrow morning. In the meantime, because of all your goodness, would you please go out and make it the best day ever? Because you deserve it. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 38 degrees at 959. I'm Al Gatulo with local news first. Here's what's going on. Officials say 2023 was a record year for New York State Parks. Governor Hochul says more than 84 million people visited state parks, historic sites, and campgrounds last year, nearly 5 million more than the year before. Hochul says the 6% increase in attendance underscores the importance of expanding access to parks and outdoor recreation. Hochul marked several improvements at state parks last year, including a $47 million trail upgrade to Hempstead Lake State Park on Long Island and the $46 million Ralph C. Wilson Jr. Welcome Center at Niagara Falls State Park. Movie director Martin Scorsese and his daughter Francesca are being featured in an ad for Squarespace during the Super Bowl. The New York City native trying to design a website featuring aliens with the help of his daughter. The duo's back and forth mimics the style of their TikTok videos that have gone viral. In those videos, Francesca tries to educate her dad on youth culture. Wall Street opening with stocks higher. Cubs as investors are digesting the latest batch of quarterly earnings. Snap took a major hit after posting a miss on revenue and week guidance. At the opening bell, the Dow, the S&P 500, and NASDAQ were all trading higher. 
You now know what's going on. Have a great day, everyone. I'm Al Gatulo, AM 970, The Answer.